Now, today we'll be listening to a very, very powerful message. It's a topic that every entrepreneur must be involved in, listen to, learn from, discuss, relearn, and do it all over again. And ladies and gentlemen, there isn't any other perfect mind to learn from today other than a man born as an entrepreneur, a mentor par excellence. He is the Director of Strategy and Trade Relations, Africa's Young Entrepreneurs. He is the founder of Unipreneur, an e-learning platform that makes entrepreneurship knowledge economy common, accessible and affordable to end poverty in Africa. He is the author of the Hot Investment Guidebook to African Investment Opportunities, titled I See Money in Africa. He's also the CEO of VetRag International Limited. African entrepreneurs, I am pleased to announce and welcome to the mic, Olupumi Oludare. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Miriam. So without wasting time, this topic is very, very dear to my heart. Uh, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for several years and I have in-depth knowledge about entrepreneurship development globally and most especially in Africa, you know, that's where we are imagine. The topic we are talking about today, you know, the chains of business, embracing the chains of business. We all know that in the entrepreneurship journey, there are a lot of things that, you know, attach, you know, to the journey. But in this part of the continent, we find ourselves, a lot of entrepreneurs does not understand the dynamics, you know, of, of, of entrepreneurship and what it attracts. Let me simply, you know, define what, you know, business value chain is all about. You know, in, in, in producing a product or you're reading a service, there are a lot of things that are involved. A lot of people, let's say the people that know in the business, does not know a lot of things that are involved in the business product. What they are seeing is the final product. And it's not the, everybody is saying the final product, they embrace it, they want it. But what are the things that are involved in making that product, or, you know, or what involved in the, in the, in the, in the service, ready as an entrepreneur? If you can understand this, I can actually tell us that 85% of the byproduct we're using in produce a product in Africa continent is outsourced from abroad. And sometimes when I look at this, I'm not happy at all. Let me go straight forward, you know, and give you a practical example. We all love cars, Honda, Mercedes-Benz, Toyota, you know, Volvo, different kind of, you know, uh, automobile brands. But most of the time, we don't understand what it involved to make these cars. I can tell you categorically that what makes a particular vehicle is more than 300 different spare parts. A lot of people don't know this. What they, they are seeing is the final product. They don't understand, you know, a lot of things that make, you know, those vehicles. A lot of companies that are involved in making those, you know, particular, you know, vehicles. But in Africa, a lot of us neglect the value chain aspect of business. There's no business, there's no product you made that doesn't have a value chain. I've involved in several businesses and I've seen it. The reason why unemployment, you know, and there are a lot of, you know, challenges in entrepreneurship journey in Africa continent is because we entrepreneurs, we don't embrace value chain of a business. We all want to go for the head where we can stand from the feet. You know, and modify everything together to make a, a final product. And that's the reason 
why most of our product cannot go globally because is it possible for one shoemaker to make one million shoe you know in one month like china what is happening in china the reason why chinese are traveling you know in business is because you know of the of of, of, of embracement of the of the value chain of a business i've been dealing with china you know for the past 27 years so i understand how they work you know in any factory in china or to produce a product it involves a lot of other entrepreneurs smes you know business consultants to make a product why do they do that because they want they are targeting the global market and when you're targeting a global market you must make sure your value chain of the business is working you can't do it in how many furniture you want to make to the entire globe and that's what we are doing it one entrepreneur want to do one furniture a setting in the you know of seven seats in a month or in a week you know perhaps in two days why the you know the 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 other part of the 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 world they can do one million within one month because they are targeting the global business you know uh ecosystem so what i'm talking about uh value chain of a business for us to look at a practical example is the real estate where everybody is going to real estate in Africa and Nigeria now. But most of them, what they are seeing is the house. But I don't see the house alone. I see all the you know components that make the house to be a house. Let me give you an example. When you want to conceptualize an idea of starting a real estate, it involves a consultant. That's an entrepreneur. It involves architect, quantity surveyor, you know, someone that will supply cement. The block, you know, iron, a lot of things, plumbing, a lot of things mixed, you know. But what we are saying aside is skill. Who made all those materials needed? How many companies produce, apart from Dangote and Bua cement, produces cement in Nigeria? And who are the people transporting the cement from one point A to point B? Who owns the transport uh, company, logistic company that supply all this material? Who made the, you know, the, the, the electrical component used in the house? Who made the plumbing material? Who make ordinary components? As are today, you know, Africa, we are spending nothing less than four hundred million dollars every month in importing, you know, interior accessory to Nigeria, to Africa, to Africa as a whole. You can see the huge money. You can see the employment that ornament we are all purchasing from China, from Turkey, from America is coming from because we are not producing the value chain. We don't look at the value chain. What we are looking at is the final product. And it cannot work. There's no way we stimulate job creation. There's no way we stimulate economic development without value chain. So I want to implore every entrepreneur to sit down. That's why the knowledge have its role to play. And that's what I put the book together. I say money in Africa is practically exploring the value chain that can create economic opportunity for Africans entrepreneurs. And that's what it is, because we are looking straightforward. We don't look at a lot of things that can make a lot of things happy. I was recently doing a consulting, you know, design for a one particular state in southwest Nigeria. And I was telling them the value chain that attached to agricultural development. The commissioner for, you know, agriculture in that particular state does not understand that, ah, are you sure we have this? From the consultant, I tell them the crops that is good for this state. From the people that will test the soil. From the people that will supply the, you know, hybrid Sydney, to the people that will supply machinery, agro machinery, to the people that will train them on how it's working, to the people that will supply fertilizer, to the people that will transfer the fertilizer from point A to B, from the people that will warehousing, 
from the people that will do irrigation, some people that will harvest, some people that will you know transport the you know the, the agro you know produce from the from the farm to the you know to the point B, maybe logistic you know to 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 warehouse, to the processing, to the packaging, to the printing, to the marketing. You can see a lot of the value chain that are tied to all these different sectors in our economy, but we are not exploring it. So there is no sector in Africa in the world that doesn't have a value chain. And it's, you know, saddening my heart when we are talking about something. Look at the fashion aspect of it. A lot of, you know, recently I was, you know, directing a young lady that doesn't know what to do. I was telling her, go to all the furniture, you know, outlet. Be telling them that you can supply a fabric for them. Both leather, suede, or whatever fabric they want. Go to Lagos Island in Lagos. Go and slam the picture of those material. Get a simple, simple component of the material. Show them that you can supply for them. As I'm talking today, she's been doing it for the past six months. And she's making money. Online, she didn't know before that. And those carpenter or furniture maker, they are tired of going to the market. The reason why we are where we are in Africa today is because our entrepreneurs in global valuation of a business. You want a farmer to go to farm and, you know, you know, do agricultural development. You still want him to be the one that will going to market the product. You want him to be the one that will transport the goods from the market, from the farm, you know, to, to the market. It doesn't work that way. There's a value chain that attaches. Farmer has done his own. Another entrepreneur can say, oh, I'm going to buy this product from you. I'm going to transport this product. Let me tell you something. 55 or more than 60% of the agro-produce spoiled in the market, in the farm because there's no transportation to take it. If you want to, you know, contest this, go to Benway States. That's challenge. Of recent, there's a company coming on with, you know, a, a digital tracking company that can do a transportation like a Uber for agro-produce from the farm, you know, to the, to, to, to the nearest market. From there, there are some people, what they do is to buy it off the market, you know, preserve it, you know, processing it into juice. From that particular person, another entrepreneur is a retailer, some a wholesaler, from that finished product to the market. So, every entrepreneur must sit down and say, oh, I'm tired. I want to explore every value chain of the business, which is huge. A lot of people doesn't even know that furniture. Furniture, we are all sitting in our houses. You know, there are so many complaints that make it happen from the wood to, to a bostick, you know, to sign, you know, sandpaper to nail to bolts, you know, to, to, to cushion to a lot of things that make it happen. And when they finish it, even the process of doing it in that their workshop, there is people selling food, supplying them food. There are some people supplying them water. They are station transportation company waiting for them to finish so that they can help people to transport what they buy. There are some people, what they do is to take the picture and put it on the internet. They are not the ones that make it. But a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs don't know how to key into the value chain of a business. One of the giant uh, real estate uh, movie was saying about a few weeks ago that he was showing the picture of a man that was supplying his cement for the past 10 years. He said, this man you have seen is a multimillionaire. So you can see the valuation of multi-millionaire, millionaires, and thousand years in naira, in dollar, whatever name that attached with the value chain of any business. But a lot of people are not looking at it. They are looking at the final product. 
me as entrepreneur coach i don't look at the final product i look at the component that made the final product we all love a beautiful big te television you know led whatever you want to call it you know but how many components that was inside to make that television so many companies a friend of mine in china was telling me that as you know it was you know we are, we are analyzing evaluation and he was telling me that the carton company in china they are multi-million dollars empire carton those brand carton you see they put a lot of things from china even the bag which we call you know ghana must go or i don't know that kind of nylon bags do you know a company that makes me they are multinationals in china because they are producing you know for the world people must package people must package so fellow entrepreneurs i want us to sit down that's why the knowledge have to play its role and that's what we are sharing tonight we need to have the knowledge understanding there is different between ordinary knowledge you know and educational knowledge to what i call knowledge economy what is knowledge economy ability you know to to you know to translate you know a product you know or no human resources and natural resources to product and prosperity to create economic development and job creation that's what we need to know this sector what can i do in that sector i don't need to have 100 million a lot of people are waiting for 10 million dollars one thousand ten thousand dollars to start a business where there's a business you can start as little as hundred dollars some people that are producing product you want them to be the one marketing most of them they don't even have marketing skill go to them when you produce i'm going to market for you a lot of people are doing that on instagram on facebook on social media platform these days they, they are not the one producing they just according to the valuation of that business and be a marketer as you see any side before that they are doing our construction you don't see uh, a trailer or trucks bringing stuff to the place you see a security outfit you know man in the place it's owned by one entrepreneur you see photographer coming there to go and do a photography view of the place you know to market you see someone that's into internet you know to build a website go there to go and do his own that's the value chain and i want to employ every entrepreneur to go beyond the normal conventional way of us looking at entrepreneurship to look at the value chain that attached to every entrepreneur i can say every business sector has a value chain that every entrepreneur can handle to is it tourism is the healthcare sector is the environment is it water there's no virtual you know any sector that doesn't have what entrepreneurs no matter level you are you can key into a woman that is sending food can key herself to adjacent of auto assembly plant if you go to the ongoing dangote refinery if you look at the road both sides of the road you see so many SMEs selling things there because they are targeting over fifty thousand workers coming to the place they, they, they must eat and they need a transportation to send them from point a to b that's what we're talking about value chain so but a lot of people left those things in the hand what i call semi-illiterate entrepreneurs and they are making money i did a research recently and it's baffled me we have more than fifty thousand, you know uh what they call it uh, meat you know barbecue you know mini outlet in Lagos, and the minimum of them are making nothing less than you know about 50 you know to 100 dollars on daily basis and multiply it together it's more than 400 million you know naira if you calculate in thousands it's about hundreds of thousands of dollars 
but we left it in the hands. Entrepreneur can do it better and make those barbecue stations to be more better and still employ those service skills, you know, the, 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 the Netherlands to manage for you. But we left it in the hands. A young girl was supplying food for me. I inquired from her, where do you get your fruit? He said, someone normally go to Mine 12 in Lagos. For most of you that don't know Mine 12 in the, the, the Lagos, is where we, the hope of agro-produce from the north in Lagos. Because the population of Lagos is over 20 million people. So most of these food, you know, agro-products, you know, transported from the northern part of Nigeria to Lagos because of the high demand for such. And the lady says, someone supply me. What I do is to clean it and change it, you know, make it into smoothie. And I, I finish my order by 2 p.m. every day. I say, how many are you sending per day? It depends. Say sometimes I, I do about 150, you know, 180. He says, sometimes I might be lucky I have 250 for company that want it. Because everybody wants to live early. She's somewhere at home in Lekki, and she's making money. She wasn't the one that go to the farm to go, you know, and, you know, grow those plants. It wasn't the one that transported it to Lagos. It just bought and it processed it. That's what we call the value chain of the business. So there's nothing we can do if you want to grow, if you want to move forward as entrepreneur in Africa. We must embrace value chain. And value chain will not come to you until when you have in-depth knowledge about every of the components that make a product or services. And that's what I'm doing. We have a quick promo. One of my companies, we are into printing souvenirs and promotion items for corporate companies and individuals. We are not the one that make most of this product. And sometimes it baffles me. If you have a contract of 10 million, 6 million pounds of that money is going to China to procure those materials. What we do is sometimes just to print, to imprint on those materials. And now look at it as if we are the, imagine we are the one producing this, you know, product in Nigeria. You know, we're going to pay for freight from China to Nigeria. And in those packages, we see a carton. You know, what I told you now, the brand carton that came with it, the brandy on it. What of the logistic company that brought it all the way from China to Lagos? We pay them. By the time we calculated it, those things take the higher percentage of our money. And sometimes it makes me to cry. What stop our people to produce a mass-produced T-shirt? Why must I import T-shirt from China? On Hong Kong or Turkey or Indians or India? Why? Why can't my Nigerian entrepreneur produce a mass, you know, T-shirt or face cap? Because we don't understand the dynamics of how business operates. And that's what we are discussing tonight, to let your eyes, you are running after something that might not see the light of day. Why can't you start small? Why can't you make a button for a clothing, you know, fashion designer? We all love, you know, good fashion. But what, you know, there's a person in the bottom making a tag, you know, label for clothing. She bought the machine from China and still she's not, there's not a total component that make that something because she will still import the ink, she will import the, the, the fabric lineup, it will just print on it and the machine cut into pieces. Imagine if another entrepreneur is handling that. You can see employment opportunity everywhere. We're all talking about the, 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 there is a lot of, you know, over 800 million people was pushed out of poverty in China within 20, 30 years. Why would it happen? Because they embrace the value chain. There's no way you are in, you know, in Asia. You know, either you are illiterate or you're, why you can use your hand to work. There is value chain stimulated to absorb you. You can work in farm. 
You can drive a tractor. There are so many things you can do with your hands. But here we are not exploring. We are looking at the final product and the final service. So in rounding up the, the, the first section in this conversation, which is very dear to me, you know, this evening, I just want every one of us to look at every sector. You can, I, I'm a, 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 a managing consultant to, to delivery any a, a logistic company that we started, you know, in year 2020, during the COVID era. As of today, I can tell you categorically the operation of how Dangote company is working when it comes to value chain. And when I see those things, I say, wow, you know, we are running a logistic company, but then we don't even have a truck. What we do is just to, be, to do a digital platform where the truck owner will register under us. We assign them to, you know, transportation of salt or sugar from a papa to a, a warehouse somewhere in Ogu State. And we monitor them for delivery and the payment is made into their account automatically when they deliver those goods to that destination. You can see the job that thing alone created. And I can imagine those short work, you know, being, you know, freight from Spain, from other parts of Europe, by another entrepreneur that owns a vessel, a shipping company. And I can imagine that it's a clearing company, entrepreneur owns a clearing company, clearing a lot of things in a papa for them. So you can see the value chain. The value chain of every sector of business is huge and it's enormous. There's nothing we can do to move forward as an entrepreneur in Africa without exploring the value chain of a business. I'm going to round up quickly now. Look at the event that is happening. When you talk, my wife is an event, you know, consultant. You know, she manages events. When I look at the value chain when she is doing her planning, I marvel. When she listed down this one, this one, before you know it, more than 20 SMEs will be engaged for a wedding or celebration of life. That's what we call value chain. You can't do it alone. But here we want to do it alone. We want to be the one that will drive. We want to be the one mechanic. We want to do everything. At the end of the day, we will not go to be productive. And that's what they call a crash race. That's why most of the we can't do a, a maximum production of a product. We can't do a mass production. No. If you don't explore vanishing, you want to do furniture, you are the one that will go and do everything. There are some people, what they do is frames. Their company is doing frames. Just give them the time of what you want. They do frame. They supply to you, to, to, to an interior company. Those people, there are people that will do this before you know it, they copy it together and they put their brand on it and it becomes something that is going all over the world. But here, we want to do it alone. And that's why entrepreneurship journey is always dragging in our continent. So please, going forward as an entrepreneur, don't tell me there is no area you cannot. There are so many, every sector. There is no, if you look at my book, I put all the sector there and I listed all the value chains of the major sectors that drive economy. There is no one that is less than 20, 30 value chain attached to every sector. And that's where the money is. But we have pushed those value chain, you know, to our counterparts abroad. And they are making the money. We are not making We are just making the component. I did a letter last year and I sent it to the governor of Lagos. And I told him that the five major markets in Lagos, five major markets, we are all trading. We are not, it's not, a, the city is not productive. We are all trading in either used goods or semi-new or new products. We are not making and that's not the reason why there's 33% unemployment rate. We have cost either directly or indirectly concession those jobs to the people that, you know, focus on the value chain of products or services. But here, when they finish, they push it to us 
because of our continent population of over 1.3 million billion people and with over 3.3 trillion purchasing power the reason why our purchasing power is so high is because we are consume we are we, we consume everything we don't produce and the reason why we don't produce is because we don't embrace the value chain of a business without value chain there is not going to be business if you look at the fridge if you bought a fridge today a freezer you look at you know one well i don't know what they call it there's something inside the carton you know with that white you know foamy you know uh you know molded something where they key the freezer or fridge into company that does that in china they are much billions empire they have been doing it for ages we don't produce anything there they are own. they don't produce anything they don't do anything their own is to do that you know the frame that you know those products we key into so that it will not, you know, that's going to, it will protect it from damaging. Look at all those things. And if you look at your house today, or where you are now, look around you and see all the product there. How many of it is made in Africa or in Nigeria? They are all important. I'm not happy with that. And it's time for entrepreneurs to look inward, to look at the valuation of the business and let us to explore it. Thank you very much. And God bless you. Wow. <laughs> okay. This is, uh, I don't really know how to express myself right now. The value chains of business. I've heard this uh, and it has literally made my evening. I just, I don't know how this makes you feel right now, but it would be, uh, it would be smart if you have questions to ask your questions now. I, I have a question to ask, but I don't want to be the first person to ask a question because I, I really want to hear everything and be sure that I really do understand it. But what um, Mr. B has said tonight has really broadened my mind. Like, you cannot do it alone. And thank you so much, Mr. B, for sharing your wealth of experience with us. It was, it was an amazing night. Thank you so much uh, for opening our eyes to that. All right. So like I was saying, thank you to everybody who's joined us today. Thank you to everybody who's spoken today. Thank you, Mr. B, for your wealth of knowledge. Thank you for being here. It will happen again next week at 7 p.m. West African time.